0: At our baptism, incorporated into Christ, we are called to be holy. We took a deep dive on this in episode number three of our introduction series, The Gift of Baptism in Holiness. What else are we called to be? It seems like, as baptized Christians, we are called to be a number of things. We are called to be holy, first and foremost, and we are also called to be priests, Prophet and king. Have you wondered how is it that we are called to be so many things? Can we be all things to all people? Let's dig in. Hello and welcome. The Setting Apart podcast is a pit stop where you can get nourished, encouraged, and refreshed whenever you need a break. I'm your host, IP, and every episode, I get to share my stories, my outlook, my reflections on all things inspired through the lens of faith. So grab yourself a coffee, sit back, relax, and chill. Welcome back, my SAP family, and a special welcome to those who are here for the very first time. We are so blessed to have you with us. In our introduction series, we have covered the implications of what it means to be baptized. In this episode, we are going to take a deep dive into what are our callings and responsibilities as baptized Christians, what we are called to do. And what does this look like in practice? Show notes for the episode can be found on the website, and that is www.settingapart.com. Setting apart is one word. I will also leave a link in the episode note of the podcast. But first, I would like to share a couple of testimonials from a special listener. Her name is Gloria. Now, despite being the youngest regular member from my Bible-sharing group, Gloria's comments during our Bible-sharing sessions have been extraordinarily mature beyond her years when it comes to her reflection. Now, the following are two of her testimonials on our podcast. Testimonial number one, and this came in after the first few episodes were dropped. And I quote, Just listen to all your episodes of your podcast so far. It's really, really insightful. It actually helped clarify my own queries about the faith and Bible through your podcast. I was initially very confused and also felt like uh, pressured when I heard St. Paul wanted us to be saints, and I thought only canonized saints were considered saints, whereas others were all not doing God's work. But when I heard your first episode, it was like a moment of epiphany for me. Also, I really loved the reflection drawn on how little we think of Jesus as compared to how much you thought of your dog when he was in surgery. When I thought about it, I realized how little I prioritized Jesus and how imbalanced our relationship is because I am so self-centered and always taking from Jesus but never giving anything back. I do recommend this podcast even to young teens because I feel that there is a fine balance between gaining spiritual knowledge from accredited sources but also in a more palatable manner as it comes from an individual who has lived through both sides of the faith. And that was the first testimonial from Gloria. Now I go on to the second testimonial from her, which is more recent. And I quote, I really feel so inspired and rejuvenated by your sharing. The story of President Kim made me feel so emotional and his faith is so admirable. Truth be told, lately, I feel my faith is more tested than ever before because it really seems like my future is so stagnant. Taking time to listen to your podcast, though, made me think about how little I've been putting my faith in God instead. I just want to thank you for putting all these work out there, despite your busy schedule, because your sharing brings me perspective and hope every time. Unquote. Again, that was from Gloria of Singapore. Now, what I find so encouraging and enduring about Gloria's testimonials is that she contemplates and reflects on the Word of God along with my reflections for the podcast. It is amazing how well she can relate to both the story or my testimony and the scripture which inspired my reflections. To the uninitiated, The context for my dog in testimony number one is that when our family dog was away from us at the vet for a few hours, we not only missed him, but became anxious the longer we didn't hear from the vet. Since the longer we didn't hear from the vet, it means the longer the vet was performing the procedure on our dog. Now, that incident led me to question about my relationship with God. In particular, why don't I miss God when I am away from Him for a few hours, whereas I do miss my dog when he's away from us for a short period of time? What does that tell me about my relationship with God? We cover that in episode number two, I think, Perfection in Love. If you miss that, feel free to check it out. Again, that was episode number two, Perfection in Love. Now, in testimonial number two, I shared how the faith of former President Kim Dae-jung of South Korea played an indirect but crucial role in my call to conversion in episode number six, My Lord and My God. The Catholic faith of President Kim Dae-jung was indeed quite extraordinary. When asked by a reporter why he was so sure it was divine intervention that led to his assassination and rescue? To which he replied, All I know is, I prayed to Jesus Christ, and my prayer was answered. Again, Gloria was able to relate my sharing to her specific circumstance, looking through the lens of her faith. This is a good example of how Scripture is called the Living Word of God. From the same scripture passage, we can all have reflections based on our own distinct lived experience. And our lived experience can be very different, giving rise to not only different reflections, but perhaps different insights as well. So, God, in fact, speaks to us personally and directly. How cool is that? And thank you, Gloria, it is comforting to know that the Holy Spirit has spoken to you and has moved you in your contemplation. Amen. Amen. In this episode, I want to take a stab in addressing the following questions. Have you wondered why we are called to be so many things? We are called to be holy, first and foremost, and it seems we are called also to be priest, prophet, and king. Are you overwhelmed by the different callings? How is it that we are called to be so many things? Are they even biblical or tradition? Okay, so far in Season 1, the podcast has covered some basics about what it means to be a Christian, how we are set apart to be in Christ through baptism. At baptism, we are incorporated into Christ to be part of the mystical body of Christ. As St Paul puts it, you are not your own. That's from 1 Corinthians chapter 16 verse 19. Now as such, we are called to be holy. As we have covered in episode number 1, to be holy is to love. Love God and love your neighbor. Feel free to check out episode number 1 to 3 to grasp the basic concepts all for a refresher. If you ask me, there are lots of good stuff there. Now, According to Catholic theology, baptism is much more than merely a symbolic sign of belonging to the Church. The Catechism of the Catholic Church, or the CCC, paragraph 783 states that, and I quote, Jesus Christ is the one whom the Father anointed with the Holy Spirit and established as priest, prophet, and king. The whole people of God participates in these three offices of Christ and bears the responsibilities for mission and service that flow from them. Unquote. So at our baptism, when we become a part of the mystical body of Christ, we become the adopted children of God. And that's the new identity of each baptized Christian. We become co-heirs of the heavenly Jerusalem through Jesus Christ. As such, we are called to be holy or set apart because Jesus and our heavenly Father are holy. In the same manner, since we are incorporated into Christ at our baptism, and since Jesus Christ is the anointed priest, prophet, and king, and therefore we are also called to participate in these three offices of Christ. And we bear the responsibilities of the office for mission and service, just like Jesus has. So in essence, our calling is the implication of, of our baptism, through which we emerge with our new identity, and with that comes our new responsibilities as adopted children of God. In that context, all the seemingly different callings, the call to be priest, prophet, and king in our lives, come from the very same calling at our baptism to be holy, or to be set apart. Make sense? As a priest, Jesus sanctifies. He reconciles our humanity to his divinity, giving us the gift of eternal life. As a prophet, he not only speaks, but embodies the fullness of the divine truth. As a king, he leads us to the right path under his sovereignty. And according to Bishop Robert Barron, who cleverly puts it, and I paraphrase from him, as priest, Jesus is the life, as prophet, he is the truth, and as king, he is the way. Clever. This is precisely why, for example, every candidate for baptism is anointed with oil, just as in the Old Testament, priests prophets, and kings were anointed upon assumption of their offices. In other words, just as Jesus Christ is anointed as priest, prophet, and king, we the people of God also participate in the triple offices of Christ. Now, Are these roles biblical or part of the apostolic tradition? And what do they look like in practice? We shall unpack them in this episode. Let me start by stating that all three roles can indeed be found in Scripture. At baptism, it is clear that we are called to be holy. And we have seen that to be holy is to love, love God, love your neighbor. What might be less clear, though, is that by living out the roles of priest, prophet, and king, we are also Answering the Call to Holiness A priest is a mediator or bridge between God and human beings. He offers sacrifice to God on behalf of all. Ordained priests by holy orders become members of the ministerial priesthood. Whereas the common priesthood designates all the baptized, we the laity are common priests. A priest fosters holiness in worshipping everywhere by their holy actions. The laity consecrate the world itself to God everywhere, offering worship by the holiness of their lives. And that's taken from paragraph 901 of the CCC. Now, offering sacrifices is part of worshipping. And the sacrifices offered to God must be set apart or made holy, acceptable to God. So, how does the laity consecrate the world itself to God? Well, one suggestion can be found in Matthew 5, verse 13, as it is written, and I quote, You are the salt of the earth, and if salt loses its taste, with what can it be seasoned? It is no longer good for anything but to be thrown out and trampled underfoot. foot. Let's unpack that. Salt helps preserve food and gives it flavor, without which food would be bland. If salt loses its taste, it is not good for anything. Then you would just throw it away and be done with. Okay, but what does that mean? to be the salt of the earth. Well, the exegesis, or the unpacking of the passage from Dr. Brent Petrie, a contemporary Catholic Bible scholar, made a lot of sense when we understand the significance of salt in the Old Testament. You see, salt is not added to just any meal, but to the sacrifices in the temple. In Leviticus chapter 2, verse 13, it stipulates to the Israelites that they must not fail to put the salt of the covenant to every cereal offering offered to God. And in Numbers 18, verse 19, it talks about the covenant of salt offered to Yahweh in a perpetual covenant between Yahweh and his people. And also in Ezekiel 43, verse 24, the priest would sprinkle salt on the sacrifice before offering to Yahweh. So, connecting to the significance of salt in this Old Testament context, Jesus is likening the disciples to the salt of the covenant sacrifices offered to God in the temple. In that context, the disciples are called to be salt of the earth to season or consecrate the world in Matthew 5, verse 13, so that it may be offered up to God as a pleasing sacrifice which will bind him to the world in a new and everlasting covenant. In this context, this is how I connect Jesus' calling his disciples to be the salt of the earth in Matthew 5 verse 13 to our calling in our common priesthood to consecrate the world itself to God by fostering holiness in the world through our holy actions as stated in CCC paragraph 901. We are disciples of Jesus, and we are likened to be the salt of the earth. To consecrate the world is to make the world holy. And we do so by our holy actions, by the holiness of our lives. Now, If the salt loses its taste, it is good for nothing. It will be thrown out and trampled under our foot. Therefore, our actions must remain holy in order not to lose our taste, so to speak. That means we must have a deep relationship with Christ to get to know Him, to love Him, and to serve Him wholeheartedly, to abide in Him and Him in us. Offering sacrifices and fostering holiness are priestly roles. And we just talked about how we can foster holiness by our actions. As baptized Christians, the sacrifice we offer to God is the sacrifice in our own lives. And it doesn't have to be complicated. The practice of offering it up when we face adversity is one such example. Another would be to offer the sacrifice in our lives, for example, our labor to further his work. As an illustration, in preparing the episodes for this podcast, other than the recording of my narration, which takes up the least of my time, I put in a great deal of time broadly in two main areas. First, the research that goes into each episode And this includes, but not limited to, reading up on the relevant passages that inspire my reflection. For example, passages from Scripture, from the CCC, commentaries from Bible scholars, readings from saints, church fathers, popes, etc. I spend a lot of time here because I want to give a rich content to my listeners. I myself, am one of the listeners, and I want to walk away feeling illuminated each and every time I listen to the podcast. And if it is illuminating, I tend to listen to it over and over again, because there's so much goodness packed in it. Now that's just me. A good example from this episode is Jesus' call to His disciples to be the salt of the earth. I had to dig deep in unpacking its significance. And when you make the connection to the underlying message of the episode, it's illuminating. Or at least to me, it is. Secondly, I also spend a lot of time in all the work that goes into post-production. For example, in editing my recording for the time duration of the completed episode, say 30 minutes or so, I would probably spend at least six times that amount of time or three to four hours in editing. That's because I'm so new at it, so I spend a lot of time trying to get it right. Now, this is the type of sacrifice I would offer up to God to further His cause in accordance with His will. I do my part, and I let God do the rest. So, whenever I get testimonials from listeners telling me how they are moved or touched by the Setting Apart podcast, like Gloria in this episode, and many others who took the time to write in, I simply cannot wait to share them. And I have been sharing them whenever I can, ever since the first episode dropped. Because I know it is the fruit of the Holy Spirit at work here. Amen? Amen. You can see all the testimonials on my website. I will leave a link in the episode note of the podcast. Okay, this is a good place to pause. To summarize, the questions I want to address at the top of the show are, have you wondered why we are called to be so many things? We are called to be holy first and foremost, and it seems we're also called to be priest, prophet, and king. Are you overwhelmed by the different callings? How is it that we are called to be so many things? And are they even biblical or tradition? In this episode, I started looking at how is it that we are called to be so many things and specifically uh, into the priestly office that baptized Christians are called to participate in. And the key takeaways are as follows. 1. According to paragraph 783 of the CCC, Jesus Christ is the one whom the Father anointed with the Holy Spirit and established as priest, prophet and king. The whole people of God participates in these three offices of Christ and bears the responsibilities for mission and service that flow from them. 2. For baptized Christians, the call to be priest, prophet and king in our lives come from the very same calling at our baptism to be holy or to be set apart. 3. A priest fosters holiness in worshipping everywhere by their holy actions. The laity consecrate the world itself to God everywhere, offering worship by the holiness of their lives. And that's from paragraph 901 of the CCC. Four. We answer a baptismal call to participate in the priestly office by answering Jesus' call to be the salt of the earth, so that we can season or consecrate the world itself to God, in worshiping everywhere by our holy actions. 5. Offering sacrifices and fostering holiness are priestly roles. 6. As baptized Christians, the sacrifice we offer to God is the sacrifice in our own lives. 7. A couple of ways to do so are, first, by offering it up when we face difficult moments, and secondly, by offering the sacrifices in our lives, for example, our labor to further His cause. And there you have it for this episode. Looking ahead in the next episode, we continue unpacking the call to the prophetic and kingly office for the baptized Christian. Until then, I invite you to pick up the Bible and get to know Jesus today. Listen to what he's got to say. Thank you for listening to the Setting Apart podcast. If you like what you hear, please subscribe and get notified so you won't miss any new episodes. And please feel free to give me your ratings and reviews so that others may get to listen as well. Thank you and God bless.